Um, all right, injuries for today. Cleve Farrell, um, knee won't practice. Greenlaw, Achilles won't practice. Logan Ryan, groin won't practice. Armstead, um, foot, knee limited. Odom, bicep limited. Um, all the other guys have been hurt or full. Full. Yep. Now tell us about Joe Barry and what are the characteristics of his defense and, and how do they look on film against Dallas to you? Uh, they looked real good versus Dallas. I think they've looked, um, you know, haven't got to watch much of them until these last 10 days and obviously picked it up a lot more these last two days. But um, I think they're a very good defense. The numbers don't always tell the truth. They had a couple games that got um, some cheap yards, but they're good in the run, good in the pass. They can get to the quarterback. They're extremely sound. Um, they're getting healthier. Um, ton of respect for Joe. Got to work with him my first couple years of my career in Tampa. Uh, he's been involved in a number of different defenses and playing against him a few times with the Rams and and, and uh, Green Bay. His scheme just keeps getting sounder and better. After uh, Sunday, you know, after learning at what or four thirty p.m., how quickly did you guys get to work on the Packers? Um, and we were already in here, so you know we were doing it that day. We had mixed in a little bit earlier in the week, you know, hitting up a couple teams, but um, started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> then they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime, and then third quarter I was set on one team. Development Jordan Love has made throughout the season to where he is now. Um, I mean, he's. He's come a long way because he's playing at such a high level um, to get thrown in there early in this year and have to go through some ups and downs, which he did some good things earlier in this year too. But um, to not win all those games, kind of when you're with a tough record in your first year, the pressure that comes with that and just to watch him each game, he's been consistent. For him to take care of the ball the way he's done has been unbelievable. I mean, the 21 touchdowns and one picks, I think over the last 10 games is unbelievable. Um, he's extremely consistent in what they're asking him to do. Um, Matt is very good at coaching the quarterback, and uh, you can see that their quarterback is buying in and you know plays very well in their system and makes a lot of plays, has a big arm, and um, is a big dude, too. Probably not turning it over. Um, and when you don't turn it over, no matter what happens, you got a chance to win in every game. Um, the fact they've only had one pick in 10 games is unbelievable. And um, when you start getting a running game going with that, with a real good defense, too, um, doesn't surprise me at all. How much of a benefit was it for you to be able to get a head start on Sunday on your opponent? Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you tell you after our game Saturday. Um, sometimes it can be a benefit, sometimes it's not. I mean, it depends on how the game unwinds, but um, sometimes having a short rest can help. Sometimes it hurts. So you see how it plays out, but I don't really overthink that stuff much. So much attention this season was on Eagles, Cowboys, you guys maybe shaping it up for a showdown. And some amount of surprise for both those teams to be gone before you even start playing? I would say so before um, we got into the playoffs just because, um, you know, we hadn't really studied Green Bay and watched them. Um, once we had those 10 days to kind of view a lot of people, it's then you realize that they had a good shot. I mean, it was didn't know who was going to win. But so it didn't surprise me what happened. Um, Dallas is a good team. So, you know, just the way it started out was a little surprising. But once you watch the tape and you really get into Green Bay and you really think of their numbers and you really watch their players and how they're doing it, um, it doesn't surprise me at all now. Is the hallmark of a Matt LaFleur offense and a Matt LaFleur team? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I think they change each year. And it's definitely different with Aaron out there. You know, I think it looks a little bit more similar to how I know Matt and his offense. And that was always mixed in with Aaron, too. Anytime you have a quarterback who's played a long time, um, you're always going to just 
mix all that stuff in, but it looks a little more consistent with what he's done earlier in his career and just how they're balancing it out. And Matt's going to get his guys to play hard. He's always going to be honest with them. And um, Matt's a very high character guy who understands scheme very well. Yeah, he'll be able to go tomorrow. We just pushed him hard yesterday, just so we want to take a day off before we push him again. Um, he, sh he should be good by tomorrow. He's got to pass a couple more things. Is there a hope that, that George Odom can be activated for the first game? Yeah, there is a hope. Um, he's given himself a chance just being able to watch him a little bit last week, and we'll see how these two go, and you could have a chance this week. It's been a while since you coached with Matt, but how much when you, wa when you watch them do you see, oh, yeah, I know that, I know that, I get that. I mean, how much has it changed? Um, similar. I mean, it's like that with a bunch of people. I mean, you scheme changes just like ours does all the time. Things evolve, and especially with your players. But it's fun watching them um, with a young quarterback. You know, I mean, Matt and I coached quarterbacks together for a while, just technique and certain things. And um, you can definitely see his how he's been coaching his guy, and he's done a hell of a job with them. And it seems like the quarterback's made it pretty easy for him too. I have a fun question from before. Is that the thing with the playoffs that you almost have to take out all your preconceived notions from the regular season? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you prepare off the film that you have, but, man, just keep telling our guys, no, no matter what. I mean, we, we clinched the one seed, it feels like 100 days ago. Um, but, and you got all this time, and everyone wants to talk about all this stuff that leads up to it, and, and there's a lot of stuff to think about, but it comes down to what you do in three and a half hours. And um, if you got a little amount of time to prepare for that, a lot amount of time, um, you know, if it's a team you've played three times, a, you haven't, a team you haven't played in two years, there's lots of things to think about and talk about. All we try to do is study the film and prepare for how those three and a half hours will go. Uh, but once it starts, you just cut it loose and you ride. And I think that's the, the hard thing about the weeks and stuff is you just tell guys, don't, don't have preconceived notions. Don't think it's going to be these teams because either the ones you've heard about. Just um, we'll watch the film, we'll put in the scheme and stuff, and you guys take care of your bodies and get ready to come in and learn it. How did you think that they responded to, you know, kind of coming off the bye and all that? I think they were, I think it was awesome. I mean, it's always tough because they hear when you call it a bye week, people have a idea what a bye week's like, and that's why it wasn't technically a bye week. But uh, we weren't playing, and I thought it was good that the guys prepared the week before, like they were going that whole game, and a lot of them did, and a lot of them we got to take take out at the half. So we got a good weekend before that. A lot of them got half a game. Some just got about a quarter. Um, so it was crucial to get two days in, and we had a real hard practice on Thursday. We went full pads on Friday, um, got all the work in, um, didn't lose anybody for sure. So that, that was really the goal, and also to get as much work as we can. And um, we'll get, we got two days this week to do really the exact same thing. Uh, he got a good, good amount, a little on Thursday and a little on Friday. What's up? He went. I got it. Yep. I mean, I already answered another question while you just did that, but go ahead. Maybe Gary asked you this question, but did you go ones versus ones in practice, or did you do game plan stuff? No, we did ones versus ones. Yeah, no game plan stuff because we would have watered it down with four game plans. I think Bernie mentioned that maybe going into giving week 17, week 18 off, that you were confident that he's come off rest before pretty well. How much was that in your mind as you went into this, and how much do you think I got to push him in this practice? Where do you think Brock is just coming off some bunch of weeks now off? Um, I mean, that's I mean, it's not in my mind really much at all because 
he hasn't been on a bye week. Uh, we pushed the heck out of Brock. Meetings, practice. I mean, we knew Sam was playing that whole game, and Brock was still splitting reps with him. So um, Brock got a good weekend. We just didn't want to put him out there in the first half of that game. So he did miss the first half versus the Rams. Um, but he got that whole weekend. And he came back. He's been here. He's worked on his days off. We got two bigger practices last week than we do in a normal week. So, um, and Brock went out with the guys on Monday, did a bunch of stuff with them, and now we're going to get two practices in again. So in terms of time off, I mean, yeah, he, had, he did have two quarters off um, to what we could have done with them, but um, we definitely think that was worth it, and I don't worry about that affecting Brock at all for Saturday. Uh, last week that um, I think he was talking about in like, team meetings the night before a game that you would often have players talk during those sessions, and increasingly, you've done the talking. He said this in a complimentary way. Uh, it was good. If I've got the story straight, you know, why is that? Why did that change? Um, well, our first year we started 0-9, so about the first six weeks I was out of stuff. Um, so I gave anybody who wanted to get up there a chance. Uh, tried a couple coaches, tried players, but you just start experimenting with stuff once you lose your first nine games in a row. Um, second year um, was a tough year. Um, they get sick of hearing you the whole year. And so you start to switch it up. Sometimes I get players to talk, sometimes other coaches. Um, and then in 2019, um, we started 8-0 and never changed. And didn't really have to switch it up at all. Did it all eight of those games and really never stopped. And I don't know if I've had anyone talk since, but it hasn't been thought out. And it's not like I consciously made a decision on it. I just, I like to talk if I have something to say. And usually I do. Um. Maybe they're wide ranging, but are they like kind of talking about the upcoming game? Are they talking about themes? Whatever is important at that moment. Like that's, like I really have no pre. Like I have a. I usually on Saturdays I get to the hotel very early. I usually watch the offensive game that we played the Sunday before, the defensive game that we played the Sunday before, the special teams one we did the Sunday before, to get any things from those that I want to show the guys, remind them of how I want them to look. Um, and then I watched all three phases of the team we're playing from a game just to see if there's any things I want to remind them of. Sometimes that can go from 10 clips to 100 clips. They usually count them all. Um, and then I just go with what I feel like, that whatever our team needs at the moment. But I'm not a good storyteller or anything like that unless there's a story to be told at the moment. So to see what we need. Have you approached Kyle Yushek about getting a custom jacket from his wife? Um, no, I haven't, but um, my wife actually was talking about that, but I told her I don't have a number, so you better not wear that. That'll be so embarrassing for us, but uh, no, that was cool. And I, um, she's awesome. And she does, she does that stuff all the time. She's my daughter. My daughter likes to make clothes since she was like seven years old. So she's always sending her some stuff too, that uh, they try to make. So it's, it's awesome. She's cool. Green Bay is unique. I mean, good has had two really great drafts back to back. They don't have one tight end, they get two, they don't have two receivers, they get five. Does that make it more difficult, you think, for Wilkes and the defensive staff to prepare knowing that they got any number of guys that could go off in this game? Um, I mean, that's usually the case to me on most good offenses. I mean, whoever has a good player, you still can't force the ball to people. I mean, if you do, it's usually not going to be that good of an offense. So, um, and when you do want to spread it around, you're not going to be that scared unless you have talent on all those positions. So they've always done a good job. They rarely have a player who shouldn't be out there. Uh, they draft well. They keep their own pretty well. And um, they've done it consistently for a long time. And um, always when you give young guys opportunities, sometimes there's some bumps in the road, um, which it sounds like they've gone through with this year a little bit. 
um, but you get through those and they find a way to win that last game and get in the playoffs and now they got a good team that you don't look at as a bunch of rookies. You look at a guy's almost in their second and third year and um, they're playing like it. Last year he had a couple months to kind of get in the system and get ready for the playoffs. Now that he's been in it even this much longer, how do you see him going into these playoffs and was he able to practice Friday or Thursday last week? Last week? No, he didn't do anything last week. I think he's geared up and ready to go. He um, same way he was last year, um, probably the same way he was in his playoff game when he was five years old too, um, or scrimmage that week. Uh, Christian's always the same. He's always um, waiting for that moment, and he's been waiting for this moment for a while. All right, thanks, guys.